Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Locked On Flames, brought to you by Rock Auto. Today, we have a little bit of news coming out of Calgary, news and notes around the league, and a little bit of baseball talk for you. And, you know, please be sure to subscribe and follow Locked On Flames for free wherever you get your podcasts. You'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each day. And just a friendly reminder that I am your favorite Calgary Flames podcast host, who is also a Bruins fan, Jess Belmosto. So, as you know, the Flames have signed Joachim Nordstrom, and he is going to be a stellar asset to the Flames penalty kill. I think that he'll be a great replacement for... Um, you know, Tobias Reader. I think that he'll eat up a lot of those minutes and it'll be interesting to really see how his success carries over because he um, actually led the Bruins in penalty penalty kill minutes. And I mentioned that yesterday that obviously he's a big component of the penalty kill. And I think that it'll obviously carry over. But one of my favorite things about um, new players joining any team is when you get to find out the connections that they have with the city or the players and, you know, anything within the organization. And I think that it's a really nice way for the fans to see just who's coming into the mix and the kind of chemistry that there might be. And it's really nice to see. But he, uh, Kim Nordstrom actually won a World Junior Cup gold medal at the Saddle Dome in 2012. He's friends with Elias Lindholm and, um, uh, Markstrom. I don't know why I almost called him Alex Markstrom, but it's Jacob Markstrom. <laughs> and he trains with Oliver Shillington in the summer, and he's played with Noah Hannafin and Derek Ryan in Carolina. So, you know, he... He knows a good bunch of the team. I think that it'll be awesome to see him kind of integrate into the locker room and help help the Flames win. But another thing that was brought up today was so I, um, was by Pat Steinberg of uh, 960 f- Fan of uh, Sports Radio in Calgary. But he wrote an article today about how the Flames are in a blue line overhaul. And it's very interesting to kind of look at the mess (laughs) that there is um, on the left side of the puck. But um, he goes on to say that Noah Hannafin enters next season as just one of the two left shot defensemen with significant uh, NHL tenure. The Flames have said goodbye to three defensemen, and it looks like Travis uh, Hamannick isn't returning, and Michael Stone's future is uh, questionable. (laughs) But that means that Calgary has lost five defensemen and only added one with Chris Tanev. I think that... You know, obviously, you need to focus on that, and you obviously do not have an unlimited cap space, so you you have to get creative, and I'm not really sure what Jeff Ward is thinking in 
you know, on the left side, and I don't know what Brad Tree Living's thinking with only, you know, I think it's like under $6 million now left in cap space, but the Flames aren't uh, deep on defense beyond their top four. So could they make some trades? Could they work in a little something, you know, (laughs) creative deal? Uh, Hannafin is a durable top four blue liner and you can't argue with that it and he is very capable of playing 20 plus minutes a game and you have Giordano who just is getting up there in age he is he actually just turned 37 and there's just you know it's not feasible to expect you know the same kind of gameplay that you get from a 23 year old out of a 37 year old so that kind of just leaves a lot of question marks around um, the blue line. Again, especially that left side, and you have to kind of keep your options open and get flexible with things. And, you know, you do have players like Oliver Shillington, but what, <laughs> you know, how much stock can you put into him? He is 23 and has played six years uh, professionally in North America and you know he only shows flashes of promise and there's a lot of reasons to question him and his defensive game and um, Pat goes on to say that I still believe there's room for him to develop and approach his high ceiling but again we haven't seen it yet and that's kind of something that you have to think about too because he's 23 years old And that's not old by any means, but in NHL terms, you know, it's kind of, um, I don't, like, old isn't, (laughs) old isn't the right word, but it's just kind of, um, you know, I feel like you should have a little bit of yourself established by that point, as long as you're not a goalie, (laughs) because, you know, goalies do, you know, don't come up until they're about 25, 26, if they're solid and things like that but you know to go back to geo it's just kind of like can you afford to limit his minutes if he is willing to do that or are you going to make him go out there and just get a bunch of disappointed fans and be disappointed with the outcome so is it time for him to retire or does he finish up his contract which i believe expires at the end of this season so the 20 2020 season so just kind of keep that in mind as we approach the the winter <laughs> the late fall and we look for more potential start dates but today the chicago blackhawks made an interesting announcement to their fans and I will have that for you next. So with rockauto.com, there's always that feeling of reassurance that you're getting the best price for your deal and nobody is trying to, you know, pull one over you or mess around with you because, you know, you're not a mechanic, you're just a do-it-yourselfer, or you're just buying the parts because this is what somebody told you to buy and they'll fix it for you. It is 
the best place to buy all of your auto part needs. Uh, RockAuto.com has been around for over 20 years, and it's so great to see, um, you know, family business thriving like that. And chain stores have different prices for different people, and depending on your professional tier and things like that. But RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody, and they are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest price possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like the airlines do. You know, it's not fluctuating. RockAuto.com is for everybody and it doesn't require a membership or an account login. So I know that I will be purchasing definitely some windshield wipers because your girl needs some. I'm going to take a look on there and see if there's anything I can find for preparation for winter. I don't even want to think about that. But they have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks. Uh, Their website is incredibly user-friendly, and believe me when I say that they have everything you could possibly need. And you can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the available parts for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. BuiltGo is the latest um, product from our friends at Built Bar, but BuiltGo is a little bit different. There's three flavors. It's uh, peanut butter honey, chocolate coconut, and chocolate mint. And these are wonderful small packages. It's uh, one and a half ounce packages. You can put it in your briefcase, your gym bag, golf bag, your purse, or even your pocket, really, if you wanted to. It's like a five-hour energy drink without the same crash feeling. Plus, it's natural, so it's better for the body. It's like drinking a monster with a third of the caffeine and better results. Built Go combines the energy gel with collagen woo, collagen protein. So it's literally good for you. It is not this gimmick like, you know, anything like that. It helps promote, uh, well, the collagen helps promote joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. And it, <laughs> it will literally make you look better too. So uh, go to builtgo.com and use promo code LOCKED and you will get 20% off of your next order. Use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at builtgo.com. Let's go. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to follow Jess on Twitter. I'm at Jessica Belmosto and I hope to chat with you there. So today the Blackhawks released a letter to their fans announcing they are in full rebuild mode and I'm glad that you know (laughs) you know little self-awareness is always good but the message reads we recently said goodbye to a pair of popular two-time champions and acquired new players via trade and free agency we understand it was tough to see those respected veterans go and realize you may have some questions about our direction. We'd like to address that direction and share why we're hopeful for the future of Blackhawks hockey. 
We're committed to developing young players and rebuilding our roster. We want we want more than another window to win. We want to reach the summit again and stay there. An effort that will require a stockpile of emerging talent to complement our top players. The influx of youth in their progression will provide roster flexibility and depth throughout our lineup. So, you know, it just goes on to say that they're the youngest uh, they were already the youngest team in the 2020 playoffs, and several players experienced the playoffs for the first time, and, you know, there's going to be hiccups along the way, but don't give up on us, and please spend your money to come to our games. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think that it's good that they're addressing it, because I feel like we've seen a lot of teams just kind of, really in all the sports leagues, just kind of sweep it under the table and not really address the problem at hand. And, you know, every team is going to go through a rebuild. I don't think that there's been a time in my life where I haven't seen a team that I'm a fan of go, like, under a rebuild. And some, like I said, some teams address it, some teams don't. It's really up to ownership and how they want to handle that. But I saw a tweet that said Chicago isn't fully in rebuild mode until they're going or until they're willing to move Taves and Kane for prospects and pick. And I don't know how the world would react to that. I feel like we would see um, an implosion um, and make for fun content, but I just... I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I think that that's a very good point because, you know, they are aging and I think that it's not, um, what's, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but I just, I feel like that that would be such a hard decision to make and it's kind of a slap in the face to those players, but it's a business and we know this, so... You know, best of luck to Chicago and their fans. The Bruins today announced that they re-signed Carson Coleman to a two-year deal um, with a cap hit of $725,000 per year. This doesn't do anything for me. I think that he just takes up a roster spot. I don't really get anything from him on the ice. In fact, he kind of frustrates me. And I'm hoping that they can just kind of move on from him eventually because I, I don't know, I, I don't enjoy seeing him on this team, on this uh, Bruins team. But, you know, he's still young, so maybe he's just going to prove me wrong. But I think that it will be interesting to kind of see how the Flames also handle their depth and you know, like we talked about in the first segment, they have limited defense, um, you know, so <laughs> the Bruins have stockpiled their defense down in their um, AHL team and in their prospect pool. So, you know, Brad Tree Living can always hit up Don Sweeney to make some moves. And I think that, you know, we could see more of that someday. Now, completely unrelated to real-life hockey, I've been seeing a lot of tweets about people playing the new NHL game, and they're growing frustrated with certain 
aspects of the game and certain just really the game overall in general and I feel like that's how it is every year. I don't play it but I know that people either love the game or they hate the game and typically it's people hating the game but if you play what's your take on it? Are things better than the previous game and will you continue to play after the hype of it kind of dies down or do you just play it for like two weeks and then crash and burn? But coming up next, we are going to talk a little bit about baseball and the World Series starting tonight and who I think you should root for. So, first pitch probably just happened because it is 7.30 and the game was supposed to start at 7.30, so I lied. We're probably about uh, 15 minutes away from first pitch. But uh, the Dodgers are back for the third time in five years, and I'm so happy that it's not a 2017 rematch between the Dodgers and the Astros. I would have been exhausted. But they're playing the Tampa Bay Rays, who have uh, the lowest, and if not the lowest, one of the lowest payrolls in the league. And I think that that's so cool that people are smart and can, you know, (laughs) I don't know, pay players and do all that fun stuff and create a winning team by not spending a lot. But at the same time, that kind of brings me into the question of, um, you know, why aren't we paying players? And, you know, I don't think that it's fair to lowball players in general, but we're not going to have another money ball situation on our hands, I don't think, with the Tampa Bay Rays. I'm hopeful that the Dodgers are going to bring home the trophy again, but that's only if uh, their pitching is stellar and... Pitching is consistently an issue in the playoffs and especially with the World Series. I remember when the Red Sox were playing the Dodgers in 2018 and, you know, while their offense was stellar, it just kind of was um, very easy to watch their pitching fall apart. And the Tampa Bay Rays obviously have a great team as well. Like, they, you don't get to the World Series with... A crappy team, but one of my favorite uh, pitchers is Tyler Glass now, and he is so talented. And I honestly like didn't follow baseball very much this season, but he talked about how he has uh, carpal tunnel, and he had to have surgery to the point where he was uh, forced to learn to grip the ball differently. So I believe it's his fastball that's different. And he's starting tonight, so I think that it'd be super cool if y'all, you know, kind of went over and watched the game and root for the Dodgers. But, (laughs) and that'll do it for today's episode. You can definitely catch us here tomorrow and follow me on Twitter at Jessica Belmosto. Uh, We do have a bit of sad news coming tomorrow as well that I have just learned So you will definitely want to tune in. It uh, it stinks, but, uh, you know, you'll be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss episodes and you'll get the latest episode of Locked on Flames as soon as it's available each day. And don't forget to subscribe and listen to Locked on Vancouver as they discuss, you know, basically how the Flames just kind of went in and snatched their whole team. Uh, Chat tomorrow.